0: Tyler win an MVP this year? I hope so. Uh, you guys are you guys are up to something. This was the
1: worst comments I ever got on a high-rated quarterback. And I've been doing this a long time. they just playing in the park. Ahead, John. So we're not going to talk about a whole lot of nothing.
0: Tuesday is sparring day. Wednesday is the day that we install everything that we're
2: going to do in the game. And Thursday we just turn it up a notch, you know? Zach Judge is back. Josh, back. Uh, the draft day hangovers have worn off. So we're, we're, we're back. We're back yeah, in action. We were, uh,
0: we we're hot off the iron from the draft and uh, had to take the company trip to Cancun for two months, and we're uh, we're just getting enough feedback on us.
2: Yeah, It's been a it's been pretty it's been pretty quiet. I feel like since since the draft in terms of NFL news, a couple little nuggets coming out of some rookie mini camps, uh, all all that sort of stuff. But for the most part, everyone's sitting around and just waiting for a training camp to start. Lions on hard knocks this year. That's exciting. So a lot to look forward to. Probably start getting those division previews rolling around in, in July. Um, it's, it's a good time, man. It's a, we're, we're getting closer. It's, it, the season's right around the corner here.
1: And I will not be buying the Warren Sharp NFL previews. Really? For the, it's, it's now my second, second consecutive year. Okay, I couldn't buying. remember if you did
2: it last year or not.
1: Nope. Yeah, last year was the inaugural year of me not buying the Warren Sharp previews, so and now I'm continuing the tradition. Um. Hey, and you know well, what? What was the what was like the straw to, that
2: broke the camel's back with that?
1: Well, I kind of explained it in an episode that I don't even remember, but I think it might have been one of the win totals ones last year, where uh, Warren Sharp's a prick, and he didn't <laughs> respond. He didn't respond to me. I I simply asked him.
2: First That's of all, private.
1: I. I, I said he did a great job on the magazine, which he didn't need to respond to. It doesn't matter. But then I asked him, hey, where do I find the strength of schedule rankings in the magazine? And he read it and didn't respond. Um, and then, mm. you know, I just started to mm. see Warren. I started to see Warren through a different lens after that where I was like, hey, maybe this guy's like a little bit of a prick. Like, and then I started reading his text through that lens and I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely a prick. Um, so you know what I'm not. I'm no longer supporting him. You know I wish him the best. I don't wish any any bad things upon Warren, but I uh, just went it went went in a different direction. And you know what? Last year I did all right. So we're we're onward and upward here at the back
2: judge. Uh, and uh, so we're going to be getting into some win totals today. Also wanted to do a, a quick shout out to um, front of the show Carl Jones over there at the Varsity House podcast getting a little uh, internet traction. With the JOK and Newsom interview, awesome stuff. Better
1: deserve uh, yeah deserves it all, man. Deserves
2: On onward and upward for him. He's leaving us in the dust, I think.
1: Well, he's the best of us, so <laughs> we'll we'll always be rooting for for him from afar here. Hey, as let's, long let's, as he remembers his roots. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's kick it off near Rochester, man. With with Buffalo, uh, their win total is eleven and a half. Again, it's a seventeen game season. So we're going to have to keep remembering that. Um, seems like uh, more more so to the over. People are betting the over on this one. Um, I just think the Bills are a really good team. Um, in terms of their maybe ability to make it to a Super Bowl um, this year, uh, I'm not so sure. I think some other teams uh, have some, some better rosters, honestly. I think a big factor for the Bills this year is going to be Von Miller. Uh, obviously bringing in Kyrie Elam, first-round pick, too. So mainly just because of the division, I think that they should beat the Jets twice. You know, you should you should probably at least split with both the the Dolphins and the Patriots. Uh, I, I like the Bills' chances to, to go over 11 wins.
1: Um, yeah, not a super strong opinion, but I'm leaning under here with the Bills. I think there's going to be a little regression this year um, with the departure of Brian Dable. I wasn't in love with what they did in the draft, um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I think that I'm a little concerned about uh, the Bills' ability offensively to have such a balanced attack. Um, I, I feel like Dable made that thing really work, and I think Josh Allen's obviously an incredible player, but I think they're, they're, that their lack of running game might rear its ugly head a little bit, and it won't be covered up by the by the uh, the prowess of a of a Brian Dable calling plays. So. I think there might be a little bit of a learning curve there and I am a little more bullish on that division I think than you might be Adam. I don't know. I think that Do you like New England? I like New England. I think my I think New England has improved in my opinion. I think Miami has improved mm-hmm. and the Jets have improved. I think all three teams have improved and I don't necessarily think the Bills have improved. Now, I think the regression is probably minimal. I think Von Miller is, you know, I don't know. He, he played really well down the stretch for the Rams last year, but I don't know if you're going to be getting. He's older, you know. I don't know if how, what the what the what the 17 game output is going to be for Von Miller in Buffalo. You know, on the off the big contract. Um, so I don't know. I think that with the first place schedule, they might run into some lumps. Maybe 11, maybe 10 wins. I don't know, um, but I, I think I'm going to lean under here.
0: Yeah, I um I think you make a pretty convincing case, Lee. I, I this is just a total that I think I wanna stay away from. Um gun to head, I think I would play the over. I do agree with everything that you said on paper for all the other teams in the division, but I still think um the way that Josh Allen is playing right now, I don't I mean, I think Dable it's I think it's a matter of how much they regress. And I think they can regress and still be the best team in this division and, you know, win twelve games. I still think their defense is strong. I think Von Miller I tend to agree with you. I think if you know his impact, really, I feel like is going to be show up in the playoffs and towards the the back half of the season. But that's been a an element of their defense that they have kind of been lacking as a pass rusher and a guy who can kind of get some pressure off the edge. So he'll obviously uh, the hope is that he'll be able to do that for them. But yeah, I, I, I in a more kind of macro sense, I do agree with you though that all the teams in the division are better. The AFC is really good this year. Um, it's I mean. We're going to get into the rest of these teams, and there's a lot of good teams in this uh, division. I'm assuming the Bills have a pretty tough schedule. Uh, So, again, that kind of makes it just something that I really don't want to have any part in. But the Vegas views, the Bills is the best team in the NFL right now. I believe they're the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Um, So I still think that this is a team that should win the division and be one of the top dogs in the AFC and win 12, 13 games.
2: Ravens have a a line of 9.5. And talk about a tough division uh, in the AFC North. All, uh, all of those teams, I think, are going to be competitive uh, for the first time in a long time. I think the, the Steelers are kind of taking a back seat. But, um, hey, I mean, we've, we've seen Steeler teams with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges win eight games. So Ravens were, were extremely uh, injury-riddled last year and still found a way to kind of hang around, eventually losing uh, that, that last game of the season, I think, to, to miss the playoffs. But I, I like them to, to kind of get back track, uh, on track and, and win over nine and a half games this year, especially if uh, Deshaun Watson is, is suspended for a uh, significant amount of time.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, Adam. I think the Ravens, this is kind of – I expect this to be uh, a little bit of like a – a breakout year for Baltimore, I guess, for lack of a better term. I think they were really injury riddled last year. Still have a great coach. Still have a really good quarterback. I love what they did in the draft. Um, I think, you know, having Mike McDonald come in as a defensive coordinator, being a Michigan guy, I think that that maybe not an upgrade. I know Wink Martindale is like a legendary guy, but just a fresh face um, and a new perspective and a really smart football mind. Getting him. And that defense back struggled last year. Is important and
2: what was that? The defense really struggled last year.
1: Yeah, so I, I – and, you know, obviously Marcus Peters coming back. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm excited about the Ravens this year. I know the division's tough, but I expect big things from Lamar and from this team, even with the departure of Hollywood. I still think they're going to be able to be a uh, playoff contender and a team that wins double-digit games this year. Yeah, I completely agree. I think we're going to be in lockstep here. I think the Ravens
0: are kind of the the, the kind of the blue blood that I want to back in this division, especially the Bengals are – are equally hyped and obviously are coming off their run from last year. But the Ravens, when it comes to just how that enchilada, that enchilada is made up down in Baltimore, they just got a good staff. You know, they got Harbaugh, they got a good front office, uh, and they got a really good team. I completely agree with what uh, you both of you guys said, Lee. You talked about the draft. You touched on the draft, how they were kind of an obvious winner from the draft, bringing into that defense that really did struggle. You get in Kyle Hamilton and Travis Jones, and then Linderbaum on the offensive end of the ball, which Their offensive line really struggled last year. And I think losing Hollywood, um, you know, I think Hollywood is probably going to play better football in Arizona than he is in Baltimore. But they were able to turn that into Linderbaum, and they still have Rashad Bateman, who I was a big fan of last year, and I think is a better receiver than Hollywood, uh, especially for this scheme. So overall, I think the Ravens are going to be come back, you know, and and really fight for this division. They're probably the team that it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Watson's uh, suspension, but they're the team that I think – Probably should be the favorites in this division uh, just because of how high their floor is.
2: Next is the, the Bengals also in the AFC North. Their line is at 10.5 with uh, the under being the being favored there. So a lot of people may be seeing the, the Bengals taking somewhat of a little bit of a, of a regression. Did they win 10 games last year? Was that the, were they 10-7 in the regular season?
0: It did. I, and, and I'm seeing 9.5 for my Fox bet, minus 118 both ways, or okay. minus 105 to the under. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess I could start it off. I, I think Cincinnati, they did a lot of good things this offseason. Uh, I like their draft, bringing in Daxon Hill and what they did. They revamped that offensive line. They kind of did everything that, you know, the media and the consensus kind of wanted them to do in terms of attacking the offensive line bringing in some help on the on that defense and you know you're gonna have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase who are now known quantities we're not going to be hearing about you know we're not going to be hearing the the stuff we were talking about pre-show about Burrow struggling coming off the knee injury and Jamar Chase not being able to catch footballs which was happening around August of last year I mean this team is you know they they won the division last year they went to the Super Bowl they very uh, well could have won that Super Bowl game against the Rams and they have a quarterback who is 25 years old and everyone views as kind of a sure thing to be an elite quarterback and one of the better quarterbacks in the league going forward for the next 10 to 15 years. So, uh, again, I think this is a team that is going to be really good, but I still have questions about Zach Taylor. Um, at ten and a half, I definitely would take the under, but at this nine and a half, I mean, I'm going to have to take the under, I'm going to have to take the under just because of the strength of division, the conference, Ooh. and I'm going to fade, uh, I'm just going to fade the Bengals momentum here. And, uh, Hey, I did it last year. Took that under six and a half and, uh, or it on my, or it took it right in the pants. So maybe I'll do it again this year. But, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to fade the, I'm going to fade the Bengals this year.
1: Yeah. This is a line I'm, I want to stay away from. But I would probably agree with Tommy if I had to choose a side. Um, they play the Buccaneers, the Bills, the Chiefs all out of, uh, division this year at the Saints. Not going to be an easy game at Cowboys. Um, they do have a couple bunnies on there, but I still think that this is with the with the way the division is, um, that out of conference schedule, the hype train from last year. Um, I don't know. I, I I believe in Burrow, and he's not a guy I want to bet against, but I just don't see them winning as many close games. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lean under, but again, probably not a line I'm gonna be placing any actual money on.
2: Yeah, I I tend to agree with you both uh leaning under but not exactly looking to put any money on it. I do want to mention the Browns, they're not uh they're not are they listed for you guys? They're not listed on the website I'm looking yeah. at. They are not. Yeah. Um they're not, but so but
1: I can I can do a quick a quick scroll and and, and try to find Yeah. I mean yeah, it I all depends on that, Deshaun Watson.
2: posted yet. Yeah. So, it, yep. we'll see. I would assume it would probably be in the ten and a half range uh, if he if Watson is playing all the games. Uh, mm-hmm. That doesn't seem to be likely. You think but we can we can hold we can hold our. You tongues. think
0: Watson gets suspended over under six games?
2: Um, over.
1: Play? I said under. under. Yeah. That's
2: interesting i think it'll be uh I, I think it'll be like a half season suspension like an eight mm-hmm. game um i also wouldn't rule out the possibility of the nfl suspension the whole season
1: wow i think that would be ridiculous but whatever broncos um,
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh broncos ten and a half like the Bengals. um Man, it's it's one of those things, right, where it's it, again, it's it's a team that I like a lot, um but then just in the division they're in, I mean, Whew. Uh I would I'm going to go over just because I think the roster as a whole is one that we've always liked, but they've just been missing that that, you know, biggest piece in the quarterback and now you have that um, you know, I do it's not. I'm not trying to make like a hot take or anything. I do think Russ is a little bit overrated, um, but I, I obviously still think he's an elite quarterback, a quarterback who can win you Super Bowl with that roster in Denver. Um, so I, I like the over here. I, I do still think too that there's there's things about the Broncos roster that aren't quite um, as sure as people think, but I, I do think more than I think it's I think still it's a it's a good roster, and, and I, I like the over.
1: Yeah, I love the over, man. I think that this Broncos team is going to be really good this year. Um, The only concern I really have is Nathaniel Hackett in his first year as a head coach. Um, Outside of that, I don't really think that there are very many holes on this offense. Um, Their offensive line is good. It's pretty deep. Uh, I don't think Russell Wilson's overrated. I think Russell Wilson might be the best quarterback in the division this year. Um, I don't think that's an asinine Ooh, thing to say. Oh, oh, um, wow, wow. I like their defense a lot, obviously. I mean, their defense has been really good the past couple of years. Pat Sertain, one of the best young players in the secondary in the league. I mean, they've got a lot of depth in the secondary. And quite frankly, man, I don't, I don't want to be the Grinch here, but I think that this all this AFC West talk is is kind of interesting. I don't know. I mean – uh, I think the Chargers are a little overrated. I think that maybe the Chiefs are m- might be a little overrated. I think if any team in the division is overrated, it's not the Denver Broncos right now. I think this is a team that has been a perennial, not playoff contender, but they've been a competitive team with with the likes of Drew Locke at quarterback for the past two years, and whoever else has played quarterback for them. I don't even, you know, whether, whether it be Brett Ripon or Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke, I mean, this is a team that, has competed at a pretty high level, um, and I expect all these receivers to get a boost in production because Russell Wilson's playing quarterback. I like their running back room a lot. I like their O-line. I mean, I think this is going to be a really, really good football team. So I'm convinced the Broncos are going to be an 11- or 12-win team this year, maybe even more. Uh, I like them a lot.
0: Yeah, I, it's hard to disagree with a lot of things that you just said, Lee. I think the main thing it comes down to is Nathaniel Hackett. Um, but I think you kind of have to make a, a bet on talent. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett and the division, obviously, because I don't think that the Chiefs uh, or Chargers are overrated, and that's why I'm not going to stick this as one of the plays that I'm more confident or one that I've even played yet. But I do think that this is a team that, with the uncertainty of how I feel with the division, I see three good quarterbacks. I see three really good teams. And even throwing in the Raiders there with Derek Carr, like it's a, it's a it is a very good division, but I think the Broncos... Probably have the best team on paper in terms of all around. Um, I think it's between them and the Chargers, uh, and uh, you know I, I'm not going to die on either hill. But I think this team has a lot of talent, and I, and you know I I see where you're coming from, Clep, with Russ being potentially overrated because he did not play good football last year um, after the injury and even after the time like it was. I don't really think it was just the injury, but I'm going to chalk that up to a situation that.
2: You know, it was just he hasn't played well since he had the MVP start to 2020. Yeah, like it's it's well, been he, like a year and a half of him. He played well, not being like
0: I think before the thumb injury this year, he was playing really well. Like he, I think he was playing. They they were putting up points offensively. I think he was playing well. It was his middle finger. Yeah, his his middle finger. Yep, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway.
1: I think you guys are crazy if you don't think Russell Wilson's like an MVP candidate. I think he's an MVP. I, think he's I mean,
2: MVP. I, I do. Just, I do too. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like, I. I think Stafford's better than, than Russ.
1: I don't know. I, I, don't, I a... mean, he. Yeah, but like, they're they're on the same level for sure. It's not like. Uh, yeah. You know, I think they're both MVP caliber, Super Bowl caliber quarterbacks. Um, And in any given year, either of them could be better than the other one. Uh, So, I don't know. Yeah, I just think
0: there's a lot of talent. And I think Nathaniel Hackett, um, I guess maybe just a team in Miami that we'll get to. I I kind of want to trust Nathaniel Hackett for whatever reason. And I actively am trying not to get burned by new coaches because I feel like this is a huge kind of advantage that you have in, like, win totals or just, like, Betting markets when you get when you have hype from new coaches who every time a team turns over a regime and brings in a new coach uh, a new GM to the lesser extent there is like this grass is always greener type approach that and lens that people see it through and most of the time it like doesn't work out but you also can get you also can get burned and sometimes it does work out uh, and I just
1: you know you know what I will say too Tommy sorry to interrupt you is. And I'm not even certain how great of a coach Nathaniel Hackett is. I think he'll, he's a better head coach than Vic Fangio. I think he's for sure an upgrade from Vic Fangio. I, I think I can definitively say Vic Fangio isn't head coach material in the NFL. Um, and maybe Nathaniel Hackett isn't either. But I think the, we've talked about the whole, off, whole offensive-minded thing um, kind of ad nauseum on this podcast. And I think that Nathaniel Hackett has obviously proven his worth in Green Bay – he was loved by the players. The offense was very efficient, and obviously that was in due part to Rodgers, but he's got another elite quarterback here in Denver. And I have a hard time seeing it not be sure. He he might take some some licks um, just from inexperience, but I think that he's, he, if you're an offensive-minded guy and you, you're head coach material, you're kind of cooking with gas with this offense and with this roster, um, especially with the defense he's inherited too. Yeah, so I completely
0: agree. That's – I was gonna yeah. say that same thing, Yeah, I think, I think that's what it comes down to. I think he would, if he's not an impediment and he lets Russ uh, cook, to use a, a overused kind of meme from the NFL world, then I think this team is going to be a really tough out because they're going to be able to play at the very least. I think bendo break defense, and then they're going to have an offense that is really darn talented with a really good quarterback. So, yeah, I don't want to be behind this Broncos train. I don't want to be in front of the Broncos train.
2: The Texans, boys, I'm kind of leaning the over. Am I Clef, crazy? I, I bet the over. You did.
1: I, I already took over four and a half plus 110 on points bet.
2: It's I kind of like that, Lee. It's a
1: good bet. I, I like it a lot. I think this team's going to be fine. I, I, especially the whole Lovey Smith move, too. I don't think this team has any interest in a tank situation here. The division's kind of soft. I think they can get two, maybe yeah. three division wins, honestly. I think they can get two, though.
2: They play the um, Bears?
1: They play the Bears. They play the Giants. They play the Eagles. They play the Commanders. They play obviously the Jags twice, the, the Titans twice. I don't know. I mean, if Mills is decent, th- this could be a six-win team, I think.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I would think, like, I'm thinking, like, five. But yeah.
1: I, I also just
0: think I think it's less about The X's and O's to a certain extent. I just think this team is going to buy in. Much like a a team in Detroit that will get... I I just don't think this team is going to quit. And they didn't last year. They were a surprise team last year. I mean, heck, they beat the Chargers, right? Didn't they beat the Chargers last year? Yeah, they did. And I think they're going to...
1: Like week 17.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it was was kind of a throwaway game, but uh, killed a lot of Survivor players. And I just think you're going to
1: get a buy-in with this group. Davis Mills... What do you mean throwaway game? um, Yeah, I don't know. The Chargers missed the playoffs cuz they lost. Yeah, that's team. true.
0: That's true. Anywho, um, I like it. I like the I like the buy-in from the Texans. I think the organization is I think they have a kind
1: of a strong culture brewing there. Hey,
2: and and our uh, hey, Troy. Troy Harrison baby. Let's go. Come Absolutely. On, that's, that's
1: Absolutely. It. Shout out Troy Harrison. I mean, that's I like I don't want to we don't need to you know stay on the Texans for too long, but Lovie Smith, Pep Hamilton, Two-headed monster there. Lovey Smith running the defense. <laughs> Pep's running the O. You got Davis Mills, who who objectively overperformed last year. He was, the, he was the
2: second-best rookie quarterback last year.
1: See, let's see what we got here. We got my boy Nico Collins. They drafted John Mechie. Still got Brandon Cooks. Little Brevin Jordan breakout year, perhaps. I don't know. I think I kind of like what they did in the draft. Tommy was a bigger Stingley guy than both of us, but Stingley's a, a good player. Um, I don't know too much about Jalen Petre, but I like this – Damn, I like DJ's what they're doing in Houston. Man. They're, they're giving young guys an opportunity to just play ball, you know? And they signed my boy Ogbo Okoronkwo. Um, I like what they're doing, man. I like what they're cooking up in Houston a little bit. And I think Mills could be more than just a placeholder. Maybe he's a guy who ends up being, you know, a decent quarterback in this league. I don't know. I, I think that kind of remains to be seen. But four and a half is really low, you know? If the Lions are six and a half, and the Texans are four and a half. I kind of think the Texans are a better bet, even though the Lions might be a better team. I would I yeah.
2: would agree with that.
1: Um, so yeah,
2: let's continue in the division with Indy. They're at nine and a half. Matt Ryan uh, now in in command there at the quarterback position. Colts have been a team that we've kind of liked from from year to year, uh, but haven't. Uh, been disappointing at least with with rivers and the first round playoff exit and then obviously last year losing to jacksonville and kind of setting off that whole chain of events that led the steelers to make the playoffs uh you know i think the defense will still be good matt ryan obviously hasn't played as well over the last couple seasons but i think he's better than carson wentz um so ah, man I guess I'd lean over.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Colts guy. Like I, if, I, if I the Colts
2: were move. if the Colts were in the NFC, like I feel better about them, you know.
0: I well, yeah. I also kind of think my angle with this is I just think them to win the division is a good bet. I think they're going to win the division. I don't want to I don't want to mess with the numbers because I think I think Tennessee could be worse, and I'm not going to say bad because I've done enough slandering of the Tennessee Titans organization over the past uh, three years, but you know, you got the Jags and the Texans who I think both can be scrappy, but I think the Colts with Ryan is a better team than it was last year. I think they're a team that's going to be able to be more efficient, close out games, not, you know, Carson Wentz, like if you look at his numbers from last year, you're like, oh, he was, he had what, 27 like touchdowns and seven picks or something like that. It's not too bad of a year, but still when you watch his team, they're a team that just couldn't get it done. I think with Matt Ryan, this is an offense that's going to be able to close and they have a really good defense who's, been good, and I think the culture is gonna stay strong despite them losing uh Iberflus to Chicago.
1: Yeah, I would lean over, but I agree with Tommy. I think it's a better way to approach it is to take them on the division. I already did that. Um, plus 105 on Fox Bet, so that's I think that's a better move.
2: And we, we continue in the in the in the south with the Jags, and this is a pretty six and a half man that's pretty high um, I'd kind of lean under unless yeah. they're just saying last year was such a disaster with urban Meyer that now with Doug Peterson and you know Trevor Lawrence with you know a, a head coach who can coach in the NFL I guess that's maybe what the like seven wins for the Jags yeah I don't know man I'm I'm I guess they spent a lot in free agency, but it was a weird free agency, to me. They, you know, they overspent on kind of mediocre players. Um, I I still think maybe they're they're better roster wise, but it's like even like you know a guy like Trayvon Walker, it's like that's a kind of a boom or bust type of scenario there um, with him and that first round pick. Uh,
1: Is it crazy for me to say that like? If the Jaguars can win seven games this year, they can win ten games this year. I feel like it's. I feel like if they're if they're gonna eclipse this over, they're gonna be like a playoff contender. Um, I I I kind of see it either one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, I with them and
0: I
2: kind of. I know what you're saying. I agree. Well, because I was yeah. gonna
0: say, I almost would just rather take them to win the division again, like with the Colts, just because I kind of agree with Lee. Like he kind of just put it perfectly. I think if this team is going over six and a half wins I think they're competing for the division I think they have the best quarterback in the division they have I completely agree with you Adam they did spend a lot of money on players that I think we all didn't really like any of their moves but much like with the Patriots last year I think it makes them a better team for this year now long term with money I think they're going to be cutting a lot of those guys in two years or whatever it is but I think for this year they're a better team I think they get an upgrade in Doug Peterson um and if you, I mean, I think we all have faith in Trevor Lawrence still. I still think that he can be a really good quarterback in this league. And they have some weapons for him. And, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it is a shaky thing I'll
1: believe it when I see it with the Jags. You totally. Know, I think the biggest thing is getting Urban Meyer out of the building. But I still think that they're probably a year, maybe two away, from really being a team that I, I can feel comfortable backing.
0: Yeah, I mean, on, on my book right now that I'm just looking because I didn't want to leave this window, they're plus 700 to win the division, which I think is, you know, I don't know.
1: If they're going to hit their high Yeah, is... I I don't know if I like that bet very much, but we'll see. I mean, I, I think the Colts are just so sturdy. They're so reliable.
2: Uh, so, so are the Titans to a certain extent, too. That's yeah, true.
1: they are. That's true. That's true. That's true. We got to give the Titans their due. Um Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd kind of lean under here. I I don't know. I don't see the Jaguars winning more than two games this year that people don't expect them to win.
2: The Chiefs' uh, line is 10.5. This is a team that uh, has, what, been to the AFC Championship game four years in a row, Uh, been to a couple Super Bowls, won one, lost another, probably should have, you know, gone to the Super Bowl last year, but blew that game to, to the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Uh, they probably got worse this offseason. Um, losing Tyreek Hill, obviously, wasn't uh, wasn't good, but then, you know, making a couple moves in the draft to, to kind of try and make up for that and retool, kind of entering a new phase of their team, seemingly, with Mahomes now going to start making a lot of money and kind of relying on him to make up for the, the rest of the roster. Um I still like them to to win more than 10 games. Um, I'm going to kind of always back the Chiefs until they give me a reason not to.
1: Yeah, this is one I probably want to stay away from because I like the under. Mm. Um, they've got a really hard schedule, man. They've got a really hard schedule. Obviously, we talked about the division, but on top of that, the Chiefs have a first-place schedule. Real quick, until... Week 9, when they play Jacksonville, they're at Cardinals, home to Chargers, at Colts, at Buccaneers, home to Raiders, home to Bills, at 49ers, and home to Titans. Um, And then they pick up after that and play out of division. They play the Rams, Bengals, and then they have the Texans and Seahawks down the stretch. But it's a tough schedule. Um, I like Sky Moore, Tommy's guy, but I still think the absence of Tyreek Hill will be felt. Um, I like Karloftis a lot on defense, but I still think that that defense has got some holes in it. I think they're going to really feel the loss of Tyron Matthew. I know that they replaced him with was it Justin Reed? Yes. Um, yeah. Um, you know, but I still think from a leadership standpoint, they're going to they're going to feel that. Um, I'm not convinced that that the Kansas City Chiefs stock is going up. I think that their co- two coordinators have worn out their welcome. Spagnuolo, and Biennemi. Um, they're no longer guys that I really think are hot guys in the, in the assistant coach game. Um, I feel like they've, they've climaxed. Um, not any fresh faces from a coaching standpoint in the building. It's tough to bet against Andy Reid, but I think the best receiver on the roster right now is Juju Smith-Schuster, which is a major problem. Obviously they have Kelsey, but still you need to be able to win on the outside. Um, I have concerns about this team. I really do. I think Clyde Edwards-Hillaire is overrated. I think Ronald Jones is overrated. Um, They have a good O-line, but I don't think, you know, like I said, this is part of the reason why I think the Chiefs are overrated because of the the fact that they've been to four straight AFC championships and they've got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. But the last time I saw the Chiefs play a football game, they looked awful in the second half. They looked like a team that wasn't fit to even compete at that level. Um, That was with Tyree Kill. So I don't know, man. Um, I don't hate what they did in the draft. I like Leo Chenal. I like Carl Loftus. McDuffie, a good player. Sky Moore, but this is—I uh, don't know. This is not the best version of the Chiefs I've seen. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, it might be the worst version I've seen in the past three or four years. Um, and I'm not willing to take an over on that.
0: Yeah, um, I don't disagree. I I love their draft. Carl uh, Loftus, McDuffie, Sky Moore, Chenal. You mentioned. I feel like I'm missing. Uh, one more but i i'm i'm with adam here I, I like the over and it's kind of i'm kind of going to cop out with the chargers too and denver like i just i'm not sure what to think but i do think that kansas city kansas city should be the favorite in this division uh i do think that as long as i believe in Patrick Mahomes i think he had some moments last year not even moments he had a, more than a couple moments where he looked like a quarterback who I don't want to say was figured out, but as a guy who just wasn't playing the same with the same confidence and swagger that he was playing early on in his career and when he was anointed as uh, the, the best quarterback in the NFL by many. Uh, but I do still believe in him. I still believe in Andy Reid. I still, you know, this team had a win total at 12.5 last year. They went under. We're now seeing a pretty big adjustment to them to 10.5. I think a lot of it has to do with the division and the conference getting a lot better and obviously the schedule, but... Um, I still think this team is is going to be really good. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna miss out on Tyree Kill, but that that honestly could be better for Patrick Mahomes. And I'm not gonna say it could be better, but the silver lining I think from that will be that I think it's gonna force Mahomes to kind of play the game like many other quarterbacks and take checkdowns and take kind of short stuff and not just have this cheat code of a of a you know of Tyree Kill in his uh, arsenal that I kind of obviously there was a lot of splash plays and they tormented defenses, but they're not really going to have that anymore. I mean, Sky Moore and Michael Hardman are going to be the two kind of fastest guys. And I don't think that's Sky Moore's game and Michael Hardman. I think we all kind of don't really believe in. So I think the offense, they're just going to have to adapt or die. And uh, I'm going to bet on this team to adapt like Adam. I don't, I just think there's too many uh, good cooks in the kitchen for, the bottom to kind of fall out in Kansas City. Not saying that's what you're saying, Lee, but I think it kind of, I mean, if they don't, if they're in that 8-10 to 10 win range, that's that's not good, and, you know, they could potentially be thinking about moving on from Reed, but I think that Kansas City, there's just too many good things going on there for me to fade them just yet.
2: With the, the Chargers, ultimately, they're at 10.5. I think I'm going to have to take the under here, just because I've given the over to the Chiefs and the Broncos, there's just going to be an odd man out uh, in this division, or potentially two odd men out with the, the Raiders coming up next. Um, I, I mean, I think a, a 10 win season is, is well within the realm of possibility for the Chargers. Um, just another team, though, that still I, I don't totally trust uh, Staley. Um, I think, you know, Herbert obviously has shown that he's a really, really good quarterback, but some of the uh, I don't know. They're getting, I don't think like Trevor Penning maybe like solves all their problems and necessarily at tackle either. Um, they think I,
1: Zion I, Johnson.
2: Uh, who got Penning that? I thought they Zanes. got Penning.
0: No, New Orleans did. Okay. They still don't. I mean, I don't think <laughs> Zion Johnson still gonna don't play have like a right tackle. Yeah, maybe he will.
2: So
1: Norton is slated as their starting right tackle.
2: Yeah, so definitely some questions on the on the O line, but then you know bringing in a guy like Khalil Mack, I think is is a good move. Um, you know, so so we'll see. I, I'm still more leaning on the side of the under, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I'm I'm on the under too. This this team didn't make the playoffs. They had no excuse to not make the playoffs last year. They spit up on themselves against the Texans and then again against the Raiders. I think it's absolutely inexcusable the way Staley handled that. Coaching game and a lot of decisions he made um, really grinded my gears. I'm not a fan of his. I, I like his energy and his enthusiasm for the game. I think he's like a, a good guy to to have a, you know in your locker room, but I don't think he's a head coach. And I think that the fact that he's an analytics darling probably doesn't help that. But Joe Lombardi's still the offensive coordinator. I, I, I again talked ad nauseum about how I'm not really a fan of him schematically. I like their draft; it was fine. You know, you've got Herbert, who again. That's another guy who, he could end up being the best quarterback in the division this year. That guy's a superstar, but he arguably was last year, and they didn't even make the playoffs. I like some signings they made. I'm concerned about their linebackers. Um, Kenneth Murray hasn't been very good, and Drew Tranquil is good, but um, he's got an injury history, and I think he might lack the high-end athleticism to be able to cover. Um, If they can stay healthy, they might have the best pass rush in the league, but... There just seems to be a lot of ifs with the Chargers, and in a division like this, and you guys will find out more when we go down to the Raiders. I mean, I'm, I'm never, I'm never a, I've never been a Raiders hater, and I don't plan on starting this year. I think that there are four really good teams in this division, and I'm, I'm not ready to say the Chargers are going to be an 11-win team now because they made a couple good signings, and you know Justin Herbert is Wonderboy, um, and they got the analytics coach. I'm just not ready to do that. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they won 11 games, but I think of the, of the teams to fade in this division, the Chargers might be the most logical one to do based on their history with uh, Justin Herbert, with Brandon Staley thus far. I mean, I know it's only a year or a year and a half sample size, two years with Herbert, but they've objectively underperformed um, with having that level of quarterback. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, I think once you get past Keenan Allen and Mike Williams... There's not really any good pass catchers on their team. Um, I hope that those guys can both stay healthy. They have injury an injury history, so I don't know. I'm not, I'm not ready to jump all over the Chargers.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the over here. Um, I like the Chargers. Uh, I think at, at a certain point, Lee, you're going to have to, and, and you could be right, but how much is that Raiders game going to affect your evaluation of the Chargers? Because I think for you to say that they overperformed last year, I think when you do a revisionist history and you look back, it's easy to say that, but this was a team that I think the the leap from Anthony Lynn to Brandon Staley, like I think we're just kind of taking for granted how
1: it's it's more so too, Tommy, the way they won football games last year. That's true. It was a very high
0: variance it was a very high variance But I also think that like a part of that is because of Staley doing that, and a lot of other teams like could if they were doing that, they would have like the
1: same results and I still think we all think this is a really good quarterback i don't I don't agree with that, and I think that a lot of it was kind of covered up by the fact that they have Justin Herbert and they have some elite playmakers on that offense but I, I do not think that they're a mode of consistency whatsoever. I think they've been the furthest thing from it. Well, it's also um, a, f- a first-year
0: head coach and a second-year quarterback, and this was a team that I remember when we were doing these win totals last year, like this was not a team that we thought were going to be. I think we are probably in the same situation with you guys both taking the, the overs and or the unders and me taking the over. Like this was a team that I think took, I don't want to say like, but we had questions about Justin yeah, Herbert. I won,
1: I, won, I won some money on the under. Yeah on the Chargers. yeah, you know it came down to the last game, but and their win total has gone up a full win. yeah right? with the I, I want to like with the improvements in the division, their win totals do gone you think up. Brandon Staley is a top 10 Why? coach in the NFL? No, of course not. Of course not top 15 like what has he done to prove what has he done to prove and has he what is a top 10 coach? i think they
0: were the like i think the narrative of the raiders game where i am 100 percent with you i thought what he did was insane and i thought it was a problem and he obviously paid the price for it they they missed the playoffs they were a team that most likely would have given i forget who they're going to play i don't think it was the bengals but they would have been a tough out this is a team that
1: Adam, do you think Brandon Staley is a top ten coach in the NFL? Am I? I all, I'm not. I'm
0: also just. I all. I'm not. This isn't like a prepared opinion that I have, but I do think that it's hard to name like ten coaches in the NFL that you like really like. So I think just from a like from a standpoint of like just the competition, because this is the same thing with like McVay. Like, no matter how much I might think that McVay is like a tad bit overrated, he's still like at very worst a top seven coach in the NFL because there's just.
1: Dude, McVeigh has been. I understand. Two Super Bowls. I understand that, Lee. Like, I'm
0: not. I'm. I, I'm. I'm just. Say, I'm making more a point about the fact that there's not a lot of good coaches in the NFL. So even if you think that a coach is bad, it's like how bad are they? And I just think that I don't think you're wrong to like feel this way. But I just think there's a lot of bias with the Raiders game, which I again I agree with you. Like he lost them the game by doing that. They were a team that
1: I felt this way before the Raiders game. The Raiders game just enunciated it. I mean, I took the under. Before the season, I never thought Brandon, St- Brandon Staley was the odds-on favorite to win Coach of the Year, and I remember this time last year talking. I don't, even, I don't even I don't even know
2: if I would say like Brandon Staley's like a top five coach in the AFC.
1: Well, I mean the AFC. I mean I could agree with that. I'm not. Like, I'm just saying he's like at worst. Probably every coach in the AFC North is better than Brandon Staley based on what I've seen from them so far.
0: I just can't say that Zach Taylor is a better coach than Brandon Staley. I can't. And I think it's you can make arguments with Stefanski, um, and, and 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 just Stefanski. Obviously, I think Tomlin and Harbaugh are better coaches than him, but that's not really even. I just this is a team that I don't want to fade because of their quarterback. Because I don't think they have a complete. Like, I don't think. I think Staley is probably a plus as a coach. I'm again. I'm not trying to say that he.
2: Is it not, like, concerning, though, that he's, like, the defensive mind and the defense was, like, bad last year? Like, are you not kinda, I like, just do to watch that defense this year? I mean, and... yeah, the
0: defense has to be better. But, like, they were a team that should have made the playoffs last year. They didn't. The Raiders made the playoffs over them and beat them. The Raiders' win total is 8.5. And, and the Chargers' win total is 10.5. I think we all, like – the Chargers are a pretty damn good team. That's because
1: they have Herbert. Yes, they have arguably – and because Vegas loves Brandon Staley because he's an analytical coach and they think that he's a plus coach because he's math brain. When it, when that doesn't necessarily mean that he's a good coach. And last year, it's the reason they didn't make the playoffs. Him doing that. So, I don't know. I, I understand what you're saying from a Vegas standpoint, but I also think that the Raiders are getting absolutely disrespected. So, we'll get there when we get to the Raiders, but I think they, the Raiders can swing with all three of these other teams we've talked about in the division. I don't think by any means... They should be two wins behind the Los Angeles Chargers after acquiring Devonte Adams. Like, I, I'm sorry, I just don't. Uh, I don't think so. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I lean under on the Chargers. Um, and yeah, I mean, this division's not going to be. I'm you know, also expecting it's, it's not going to be. There's not going to be, be any shortage of talking. The points. defense has to be better, and I'm expecting
0: they they will be. Um, but yeah, like they weren't, they were by no means a perfect team last year. I think they probably, they were the set, the seventh best team in the AFC, but I like shout out the Ra- the Raiders had grit and they beat them in a really close contested game. That was an awesome game. And, you know, I think Staley made a mistake, but uh, I just, I'm not going to want to fade, you know, if all these quarterbacks stay healthy, Justin Herbert could be the best one in the division. He has a great amount of weapons and if their defense is better and Brandon Staley is a a little bit better. They should be a team that should easily get ten, eleven wins. I think. So that's kind of my hesitancy to. to I s- mean,
1: they they don't have better weapons than Denver or Las Vegas. Sure, but they could have the fourth
0: best weapons in the division. And I just like don't think like they still have good weapons. <laughs> Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, like Mike Williams, had a career year last year. They're both. They have the two highest paid receivers in the NFL. And Gerald Everett Everett is is in the slouch and is like a fine tight end and they have Josh Palmer and they've, they've drafted some guys and they have Justin Herbert. So like their offense was really good last year. They had a really good offense. Austin Eckler's is a really damn good football player. Like they're going to be good again on offense. Um, like if, if Herbert's healthy, like how, what's the least amount of wins that this team is getting?
1: I think eight, seven.
0: Yeah. Let's let's move to Vegas. It's a good transition.
2: Their win total is eight The year on the over?
1: Over, yeah. Stop disrespecting Derek Carr, people. He's good. And now he's got his boy Devontae Adams. They used to to dream about this moment uh, without getting too emotional about it. I mean, I don't love the Raiders, but eight and a half, are you serious? Are they two wins worse after making the playoffs – Winning that game against the Chargers, I know it was close. It was a coin flip game. I get it, but they won the game. They and I, everything they game. went
2: through last year with the coach and rugs and
1: all the distractions. And then you bring in Devonte Adams. Now you have Adams, Renfro, Waller. Uh, I think the you know the offensive line might be a concern, but they overperformed last year. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on the offensive line. I think they can be fine. Shout-out Jaronis Grasso, seeing him on the depth chart. That's, that's never a bad thing. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I like Josh McDaniels. I think Josh McDaniels is a smart guy. I think he learned from his last opportunity as a head coach, what, almost a decade ago, maybe even more. Um, he's, been, he's been kind of marinating in New England. Um, I think they're going to get back to running the ball a little bit more than they did last year, drafting Zamir White. And I think they signed Britton Brown in the offseason. Um, and adding them to that stable of running backs, which is kind of an old-fashioned mentality that I'm not necessarily opposed to because I think it'll make Devontae Adams and and, uh, Derek Carr's life a lot easier. Um, But man, I think getting Devontae Adams, I think Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the NFL. And him and Derek Carr undeniably have a connection that dates back to when they were 18-year-old kids. This has been something that's in the making. I don't want to overstate it, but I do think that it's going to show This season, and I have a hard time seeing Derek Carr regress after how impressive he was last year. I have a hard time seeing him regress um, with the addition of Devontae Adams to his team. You know, I like the defense. I don't love it. They signed Chandler Jones. Uh, Max Crosby's obviously a really good player. They've got some scrappy guys on defense. I'm not going to overstate it. I mean, they probably they probably have the worst roster in the division. I'll, I'll grant anybody that, but. I do not by any means think in the NFL that you can objectively say the Raiders are two wins worse than the Chargers, the Broncos, or the Chiefs after the way everything went last year and in, in the offseason up to this point. I just think that they're, they can swing with those guys. Um, I really like Patrick Graham as a defensive coordinator, um, and I believe in McDaniels, so that's kind of what it comes down to for me, um, and that's why I think the Raiders are going to be able to compete at a, at a fairly high level this year.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think the Raiders are are the the ugly stepsister of the division. But, I mean, I think you bring up some good points, Lee. Like, I think like, the first thing that needs to be talked about is McDaniel's, and and you know, if he's for real and he's a good coach, then, I mean, I don't want to say if he's a good coach. If if he can elevate this team, then I think you're completely right. But if not, then I think you could see that last year was kind of. It was fluky in a lot of ways. They had an they had an amazing year. They had, uh, you know, Basaccia and how he kind of got those group of guys together, um, and and what they were able to do. I think it was it was awesome. It was a great story, uh, and I do think Derek Carr is good, and I think Devonte Adams deserves to be uh, right now. He is the best receiver in the NFL, and I I stand by that. I think Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, top five ed, edge rushing duo in the NFL. Like, there's a lot of a lot of good things there, but um, yeah, I just, I, I I have to take the under here just because I took the over with the three other teams. Now, I don't think that all three of them are going to hit it, but I think there's a very good chance that two teams in the AFC West go over 10 wins. I think that's just a very, the top end of this division, and I mean, respect to the Raiders. This whole division, I think, is a bunch of very good football teams, so yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not running to the window to, to take this under, but I think I think Lee you do bring up some really good points about the resiliency of this group and bringing in DeVonte Adams DeVonte Adams Hunter Renfro and a healthy Darren Waller like that's pretty gross man that's that is that's a really that's a really good trio there and Derek Carr is a good quarterback and so yeah I think this team is going to be scrappy and good and but yeah I'm not going to take I just can't take their over so uh, I'm staying I'm staying far away from this
2: one now to a, uh, a run of some AFC East teams. We got the Dolphins uh, checking where in.
1: leaning with the uh, the black. The black. Oh, did I three?
2: not say what I thought? You did not. Hangover day, man. Sorry. It's
1: all right. Dolphins. Um,
2: I I don't know. I I would say like I, I honestly think like the over, and then I think there'll be like nine and eight. Like I think you know eight and a half yeah. is is like a good line. I I think the team is. Is is like good offensively, and then I don't know. I don't think I still don't really think the defense is there. Um, but I, I do think, like you were saying, I think they're more set up for success this year than last year. And just for that team last year to even make the playoffs um, was was impressive. Um, I mean, hey, they, they had a chance there uh, against the Bengals even at the end of that game yeah. uh, in, in the in the wild card round. Yeah, so they
1: went nine and eight last year, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean I don't know I think they improve, um, so I don't know why their win total. I, I don't it's
2: just I think it's more about the rest of the division. Like what
0: would you guys make the win totals in this division?
1: I'd make the Broncos i I'd probably 11, say the Chiefs nine and a half, the Chargers nine, and the Raiders nine, something like that. I need to think about it a little bit. Better. I think you. Something I mean like I think
0: putting the Chiefs below ten is. Is, is is a bit. I mean, that would be that would be really hard for me not to be like, oh wow, like the Chiefs over nine and a half, even though they have a really tough schedule. But I I kind of think it's lined like correctly, and and I think the Raiders should probably be like nine. Ten and a half for the first three, and then the Raiders at like nine flat.
1: Yeah, I just can't. I mean, we don't have to keep talking about the Chargers, but the expe, the expected wins of the Chargers being eleven, I think, is a little rich. I just I just don't. I don't think they're on the Broncos' Chiefs level, really.
0: But between the Chargers, I think – I just want to touch on this for like three minutes. Between the Chargers and the Broncos, and I don't necessarily disagree with you, why do you think there's such – like you think that Herbert and Wilson are like equal, right? And then is it just because you think Hackett could be better than McDaniel? I mean, than uh, Staley, I, the Broncos
1: I mean? Defense is, I think the Broncos' defense is – incredibly better than the Chargers defense like significantly better okay I I think their defense is significantly better I think their weapons are better Russell Wilson's more experienced and I don't and I and I like Hackett more than I don't like Staley I don't like him say what you want about the biases but those would be my reasons for why I think the Broncos are going to be better
0: that's fair My jammy.
1: Like I think, also I want to say with the Broncos, like there's a leadership quality that Russell Wilson brings to that locker room. Say what you want about him being corny, but just a guy who's won a Super Bowl and been been dominant in the NFL for a decade. Where their mentality is different now. Like that whole team's mentality is now like, oh, we're gonna go win a Super Bowl.
0: I agree. Um, I agree with that.
1: And so that's that's part of what I'm buying into as well. Uh, So that's that's my that's my angle.
2: So now to the dolphins? The dolphins. Boy, Eight this and a AFC
1: half. Is, it's a, it's a minefield.
2: Yeah, it's it's a minefield, but man, I'm dude, I'm I'm I, I, this whole AFC East uh, outside of the Bills, uh, I'm really kind of out on honestly this season. I don't the Dolphins, to me, just have as long as they've had Tua. Uh, I've never been that big of a fan of them. Um, don't really know what the Mike McDaniel experience is going to be like. Um, don't really trust like Tyreek to be as dynamic as he was in Kansas City. Um, I don't. I just. It's. Um, it's not a team that I would be comfortable betting to be like over five hundred, which is what this line is kind of suggesting.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you, Clep. I, I got a heart agree. I want to ask a you guys
2: couple a of like bad drafts too. Like in my opinion, like
1: I want to ask you guys a question too that I've been kind of thinking about with the Dolphins, and I don't want to mean any disrespect to Mike McDaniel. Um, I'm just going to preface what I'm saying by saying I don't mean disrespect to Mike McDaniel. I think he could be a good coach, but do you think that maybe there's a little bit of like a weird air in the in the building in Miami with the way Flores went out? I'm sure Flores had a lot of players that really liked him probably. Um, and the way he left the team and how they just kind of brought in Mike McDaniel. And Mike McDaniels kind of at least seems kind of like the opposite of Flores where he's like a little more like of a nerdy, kind of like geeky, slow-talking uh, bro. And Flores kind of got pushed out And Flores was more of like kind of a. I don't know if Flores, if it's like a rah rah guy, is necessarily the way to put it, but more of like a traditional football guy. Um, I just can't help but feel like maybe there's some guys on the defense specifically that may have been alienated by the way that all went down, and if that's not something that is still, you know, if that if that energy is still in the building at any level, and if the focus is completely on 2022 and being a, a, you know, a Super Bowl team in 2022, like.
2: Yeah, I think all of that, too, all the stuff with, like, the owner um, is strange. Yeah. And in, in how all of that kind of transpired. Um, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I've,
1: yeah. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm going to let Tommy go. I'm leaning under uh, mostly because of Tua. I don't really believe that much in Tua, and I don't think that he's going to elevate their team to the point where they're going to be competing with the Bills to win the division.
0: Yeah, um, I – I think that's an interesting point, Lee. I would hope, though, that, like, these are professional athletes and they can only be, like, we're in June, July now and, like, the new, it's, like, kind of, it's, they're so far removed from it. You'd hope that, like, it's just, like, a business and they, like, have a job to do and they have to, you know, win their job and, uh, you know, I don't know. I've, I It yeah. would be, it would be kind of, even though they might be right to, it would be disheartening if, like, you're just not giving a new coach a chance because of how... Unjustly, if that's the case, your old coach went out. You know.
1: Well, I was just thinking maybe there are guys on the defense who like agreed with Flores and didn't like Tua. Yeah, like didn't think. He I'm would sure do that. that's true. I'm now, sure that's true. And now it's like you just have you Flores kind of just got shut up and pushed out, and Tua's still the quarterback, and you go out and get like Tyreek to try to help him, and it's just like I don't know.
0: Yeah, I um the more I look at it, the more I like really like this under. Um, I do like Mike McDaniel. I like really enjoyed him in San Francisco, and I think that he knows what he's talking about from an X's and O's perspective. And he's kind of the new wave of coach, but like he's gonna have to prove it to me. And I can't, you know, I can't take this bet with uh, with my heart. I have to be kind of to be analytical about it. I think one, I think the Patriots should be viewed as better than the Dolphins, even though they have their own questions. And I think the Jets are not that far off from the Dolphins if you. It's like Zach Wilson. and Tua. If Zach Wilson is good this year, then all of a sudden, I think the Dolphins could be the worst team in the division just based on Tua and kind of making this whole thing work with the first year head coach and bringing in Tyreek, who I completely agree with Adam. I think I think Tyreek Hill is still going to be a really good, awesome, elite receiver. But even that being the case, I still think Kansas City was like the perfect scheme for him in terms of pairing him with Mahomes' arm and really like unleashing the. The top end of his skill set. And, and with Tua, we saw this with Jalen Waddle last year where Jalen Waddle is a guy that I comped middle class Tyreek. I think they're, they were really similar, him coming out of Alabama, the lateral agility, making plays at the catch point, the speed. He had a lot of the same kind of traits, even though um, they're not the same player. And he was turned into, uh, you know, an 100 catch guy as a rookie with an average depth of target of like three or four yards. And I just think physically with Tua, I have yet to see how He's going to make this some high-flying offense, and I think that's how this team is going to have to be if they want to win nine games in a really competitive AFC. Um, so I really like this under 8.5 at minus 105, and I'm tempted to uh, to take out the checkbook and, and play this for one unit.
2: The Patriots also have a line of 8.5, and, and um, I would comfortably take the under, which maybe is... Mm. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm i kind of uh, fading the Patriots this year. I just don't. And I'm not trying to, like, even pile on with just everything with the draft. Um, you know, we were having con- discussions pre-draft just about concerns over Belichick as a GM. And I just, this, the roster is not that great. Right now, they don't have an offensive coordinator. It's like Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are, like, running the offense. And, like, Bill is probably also Like, they don't – they probably know who's, like, going to call plays. But, like, it's probably going to be, like, Joe Judge. Um, but, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of wild how they've handled some of their coaching staff, you know, shakeups. And then everything just from, like, letting J.C. Jackson walk and not even franchise tagging him and trading Shaq Mason for nothing Um I don't think they've gotten better, really, at receiver. You traded for Devontae Parker, who has just been consistently injured um, and, and hasn't really done that well in Miami. Uh, just This this team, to me, I think is just very um, capped, like, in terms of just the, ro- the talent on the roster. Can Bill work his magic and put together a good defense? Um, you know, can Mac Jones... Progress a little bit more, yes. But I just think the ceiling is, is kind of low for them. I
0: I I can agree that the ceiling is low, but I think the floor is high. And that's why I'm not going to touch... Um, that's why I'm not going to touch this and I would leave lean over. I think you have to give the Patriots a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Um, and like a lot of things I think are the same. Like I think this team is probably... Outside of losing McDaniel, which I think we're, I guess that's kind of like how impactful that is kind of determines this team's destiny in terms of like what their floor is. Well, I think it is
2: impactful because uh, uh, McDaniel brought like a lot of the assistants with him to Vegas. And if you're Mac Jones, like they were the architects of your rookie year. And, you know, obviously you still have Bill there and stuff like that, but it's going to be different verbiage different scheme you know different stuff going on the people who were part of your successful work year are not there anymore like that's not a positive
0: no it's 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 certainly not a positive but um again I'm not saying that I'm like gunning to bet this over but I think more so just in uh comparison with the Dolphins and I guess even the Jets like I think the Patriots should be viewed as the second best team in the division right now And I think that Mac Jones, right now his floor and his ability to operate that offense, like they had a lot of the same questions last year, albeit they were coming off that big free agent spending spree, but this is a team that consistently, uh, you know, showed up and and was a tough out, and I still think they're going to lose McDaniel, and that's, that's a big loss, but, and I think, you know, they probably were, I think they were nine and a half last year, win total, and now it's eight and a half, I think that's probably about right. Uh, or maybe it should be nine, but like I still think this is a team that made the playoffs last year. They're going to be a tough out as long as Belichick is the coach. Um, so I'm staying away. But if I had to play it, I think I would. I think I would lean over. I think this is a nine-win team.
1: Yeah, give me the over. I'm not. I mean, I don't know. I I can acknowledge my bias before I start spewing about the Patriots. That uh, I think Bill Belichick is a genius, and I think that. The whole offensive coordinator thing is totally overblown. There's no way Bill Belichick would put his second-year quarterback in a position where he doesn't know. Like, they know what's going on. They know who's calling plays. I'm sure Mac Jones is very comfortable with the offense. Um, I think they're, again, going to have one of the best defenses in the NFL. They are the mode of consistency in the NFL. They are the blueprint for the mode of consistency. They're an extremely hard team to beat. Um, My whole angle on this over and why I'm convinced on the over probably more than the both of you is I think that this Patriots team will be better than the Dolphins and the Jets. Like I think that they are the second best team in the division. I think that they will probably end up going three and one against those teams. I expect them to go three and one against those teams in the four games they play. Um, And then out of division, they play the lions, they play the bears. Um, I think, them playing the Vikings, I'd probably make them favorites. Um, them playing the Steelers, I'd probably make them favorites. And then they're a team that I wouldn't be surprised if they could knock off a Colts or knock off a Packers or Browns. They're, they're a very hard team to beat. And I'm not saying they're not going to win more than 10 games. Don't get me wrong. This is not a team that's going to start you know, con- contending for a bye in the AFC at any point. But they're going to be in that playoff con- conversation down the stretch. I'm, I'm fairly sure of it. I mean, that that's kind of their their ethos and like I said their mode of consistency. So I expect them to be in the mix um down the stretch and I expect them to outperform every team in the division outside of Buffalo.
2: The Jets, Tommy you want to take this one? Where are you at here?
0: I mean I already bet What's going I on? already bet the win total. I already bet over five and a half at minus one twenty about I think a month ago. I bet it I'm um, looking right now. April 29th it was it was in the thick of the draft um, yeah that might have been that might have been Friday during round two. Um, I took that win total and yeah I mean I believe in Zach Wilson and I think if he plays like he did down the stretch in his, in his rookie year, I think this is a team that uh, can win six, seven games. I'm not gonna be crazy and say they could win the division like I did last year, but I think you're gonna start to see uh, some progress this year from this team. Um, they don't really have any holes on their roster. Now, I'm not saying this is some amazing roster that's flawless, but I think.
2: George Fant is the starting left tackle. Well,
0: you know what, Klepp? They really like George Fant, and people say that he played well, so I'm. You know what? We're just going to. Let's just. If you grant that George Fant is an okay tackle and is a slightly above. I will not grant that. Well,
2: I will not grant you Even that.
0: if he. I mean, they, they tend to like George Fant. He's on the last year of his contract. Outside of George Fant, granting that this is a really solid roster, um, they brought in Sauce. They got DJ Reed. Um, they get. I mean, the receiving core is good. Corey Davis, uh, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. They brought in a bunch of tight ends. Who you know, Tyler Conklin and C.J. Uzamba, Not bad players. Um, Bert,
1: I like Jeremy Ruckert a lot. Yeah, Jeremy you know Ruckert is
0: is a really good player. If he Left his school a year earlier, he probably would have been a third round pick coming off that uh, that championship game. But um, again, yeah, like I think Joe Douglas is a really good GM. I think he's one of the better GMs um, in the NFL. I think Robert Sala is a good coach. I think he's that defense uh, overperformed last year and they started to kind of get some mojo down the stretch. And I'm expecting that to continue. This is five, getting six wins is this is just one of these angles that I think this is a no brainer for me to take. If uh, you believe in Zach Wilson and think that he's going to play, kind of in the same realm as he did down the stretch, where they gave the Bucks a game and and he was playing really good football, uh, in my opinion. So uh, the conference and the division is tough, but I think this team can be better than the Dolphins. And I think if, if Zach Wilson is playing well, I'm not going to say they're better than the Patriots, but they can beat the Patriots. Um, so I think this is kind of this is kind of what I'm learning also from last year. Um, obviously, I regretted the Bengals. A win total a lot more than I did the Eagles I still stand by uh, my handicap of the Eagles under last year but second year quarterbacks I think this is kind of where you can um, you can get a little bit of an advantage um, I think the right like everything is this is all on Zach Wilson everything is at his feet I believe for them to be a semi-competitive team and winning six games is they should be able to They they need to do that this year so this is me kind of playing my flag on uh on these feisty New York Jets, so I'm I'm on over five and a half at minus one twenty. First win total I made, bet I made of the of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't know. I wouldn't. I'll, I'll give Tommy credit by saying I wouldn't bet the under. I'm not like it's not a bet I'm trying to make because <laughs> I agree with him that the Jets should win six games this year. They should win seven or eight games this year, honestly. If we're talking frankly with one another about the fact that they drafted Zach Wilson with the second pick in the draft, and if he's a good quarterback, they should be competing for a playoff spot, in my opinion. Like The the rebuild is pretty much complete. Um, Maybe you're a year away. Maybe you're a year away and this is like an eight-win season. The schedule is extremely difficult. I don't think they're going to go – I think that two wins in the division is probably their ceiling. Maybe you can get a snippet of me saying that if they prove me wrong. Uh, I don't believe in Zach Wilson – I think outside of the division, they have a really tough schedule um I don't know, man. I think tommy outlined it pretty well they've done i think they're doing a good job yeah. of rebuilding this team, but ultimately, man, it really comes down to me not believing in Zach Wilson as a above average to good n f l quarterback i mean, I'm sticking with my kind of philosophy since he came out of b y u which is that he's he's not nearly as good as people think and um he did play pretty well down the stretch last year. I'll call a spade a spade always. If he plays well, I'll give him credit for it. But uh, I just don't really think that he's he's the guy that's going to lead this team to the promised land, that their fan base and their brass is so eagerly looking forward to. Um, so, yeah, I think this is going to be another maybe six. I think seven wins is kind of the ceiling this year for the Jets. But the expectation for me is six or five. So I'm staying away from this win total.
2: Yeah, I think... The only thing I would maybe push back on a little bit is just talking about the, I don't like I don't know how much I really like the rebuild. I mean, theoretically, Joe Judge has or not Joe Judge, Joe Douglas has has been there for what four or five years now, and um, I think I still think you would hope the roster would be in a little bit of better shape. I think much like the Jaguars, the Jets also overpaid for. NFL starters yes but are they worth the money you paid them probably not again yeah you have your quarterback on the rookie deal so that kind of gives you a little bit of room to do that but I still don't think that's necessarily you know good good practice to be paying Lakin Tomlinson like the third best guard in the league and DJ Reed a whole bunch of money and and all that but at the other end of that I think potentially two years from now we're looking at sauce Gardner, Jermaine Johnson Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall as a very good um you know 2022 draft class uh, for for the jets it it comes down to to their quarterback um much like it will in in jacksonville uh, if you kind of want to maybe draw some parallels between those those two teams so uh again like like you said lee i'm not rushing to the counter to 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 fade the jets and and bet the under or whatever but i'm not would not comfortably bet this over
1: Yeah, I will say too, maybe this is too big brain, but I think Tommy might like it. I would like live bet the Jets over in this during the season because they start out and maybe Deshaun suspended, but it's still home to Ravens at Browns, then they play the Bengals, then they play the Steelers, then they play the Dolphins, then they play the Packers, Broncos, Patriots, Bills, Patriots. But then down the stretch, the last six or seven games, you got the Bears in there, the Lions in there, the Jags in there, and the Seahawks in there. So I think that's kind of going to be their window opportunity to, 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 to be winning more games. Um, so if I were to take an angle on the Jets, I think I'd sit back and wait until week eight to kind of see where they are and, hey, maybe I missed my window and Zach Wilson's really good and they're like five and three and it's like, oh, shoot, I, I missed the boat on this one. I think more likely halfway through the season they're going to probably have two or three wins and you might get a better price on that, on that win total. I like that.
2: Interesting angle, Lee. Um, Steelers, seven and a half. Um, Mitch, Mitch Biscuit or Kenny Pickett at quarterback. Lee, where are you at with the Steelers? They're, they've been your baby for for a few years now. How are you feeling Three about that? Not you weren't exactly a big Ben guy. So, no. is, is Pickett or, or or Trubisky making you uh, tingle?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that I never thought I'd say in my life. And that's Mitch uh, Trubisky should start for this team all year because he's Who's the best quarterback on the roster. On and he gives he gives your team the best chance to go to the playoffs or to compete at a high level. Um, and most of that is due to the fact that he's a dual-threat quarterback and you can scheme up an offense where he, he uses his legs to his advantage and you can lean fairly heavily on Najee Harris and the athleticism of your receivers on the outside and your tight end, Pat Fryermuth. I mean, this is a team that, Kind of should, in my opinion, take the Patriots formula a little bit. Let your defense win you games. Run the ball a lot. They have better uh, weapons than the Patriots do. You know, Maybe take some shots and have your guys win on the outside a little bit, but never rely on Mitch Trubisky's arm to win you games. Um, listen, if I'm going to be wrong about Kenny Pickett, I'm going to be really wrong. I think he was drafted four rounds too early. I think him starting this year would be a mistake for them. I think he would make a lot of A lot of mistakes. That being said, you know, Trubisky is their other best option, so I guess I would understand them uh, opting to start Kenny Pickett. Um, But ultimately, man, I still think that this is a top-tier defense. Um, I have some concerns about the secondary, but I have had concerns about the secondary for a little while, and they seem to find a way to make it work. I love Mike Tomlin. Um, I think that they're going to scrap their way to, you know, even – you know, or, or, or making par, I guess, in the division, winning three games. Um, and outside of that, I don't think there's a team in the NFL that the Steelers can't at least compete with. Um, that being said, I think that there don't, I don't think there's a team in the NFL that the Steelers can't let themselves lose to on any given Sunday. So that makes them kind of a hard team to handicap. But again, I want to I reiterate I'm not, I would never make this bet. I'm not going to bet on the Steelers this year just because there's too many uncertainties. But right now, as we're doing this exercise, I'm taking the over, man. How could you not take the over of 7.5 on a team that in the Mike Tomlin era has never gone under 500? I just think it's just the smart bet to make. They still have a lot of really good players on their team. Like I said, I think if you can bet on a defense that is top 5, maybe top 10 in the NFL, um, to win 8 games, you'd do it. I think they end up kind of scrapping their way to 8 wins.
0: Yeah, I – I mean, I've thought Ben Roethlisberger's been the worst quarterback in the NFL for two years, and they've had winning seasons. They made the the darn playoffs this year. So um, if Trubisky is the same as Roethlisberger, potentially even a a bit better, or I'll throw and pick it there, I think Trubisky's going to start for the record. But, yeah, this is a team that I think could get eight wins. Um, Again, but even that being said, like, I'm more comfortable taking the Dolphins under, man. Than bet in the the sealers right now. I it's just not something I'm gonna to run to the window for, but um, really like their draft getting Pickens in the second round. I thought was a, was an absolute steal. I think he's gonna be a, a great sealer receiver. And who they who they take in the first round? Pickett. Oh, that's right. was <laughs> that wasn't even a joke? I was like, oh yeah, who they? <laughs> yeah, they took Pickett. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I agree with Lee. Like, I think. Um, it's a really tough. Did Pickett
2: division. go undrafted in the Dynasty rookie draft?
1: Yes. No. Yes, he, he did. Danner picked him up. Um.
0: Yeah, it's tough. To, it's tough to bet against Tomlin. It kind of goes back to what we were saying about the Chiefs. Uh, it's like until Tomlin like proves me wrong, I think you got to uh, you got to back him. So, taking I take the over.
2: All right, last team of the AFC. Do you think we should we should cut it off after this one? I do have a trivia. Yeah,
0: we, we probably. I should. think we should cut it off after this one.
2: All right, we'll we'll, we'll do AFC NFC in different shows. I have a trivia too. Yeah, I, I, like, I like I like that trivia. But uh, Tommy, I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you this one here. At Titans, man. Uh, yeah. It was your you were on the fade the Titans in in twenty uh, twenty one. Yep,
0: when they won the conference.
2: Yeah. Um but then, you know, hey, they lost to the bagels. Hey, I also
0: I also had been saying that Derrick Henry was going to lead the league in rushing. I was a year early in 2018. So, I'm not a, I'm not a complete Titans hater.
2: All right. So so we're we're we're, we're we cancel out. Yeah, huh? we
0: canceled out. we'll see how that math works. Um this is uh this is an under for me. This is like this is a huge number. Um like I guess on paper, like, A.J. Brown didn't play that much, but I think that's a – that's an uh, going from A.J. Brown to Traylon Burks, I think, is a downgrade, especially in year one. Um, I think last year was just kind of a fluky year for the Titans, uh, and maybe that's me just trying to justify my fading of them. But I just think if they play like that year after year, I don't think Tannehill is especially great. Um, I They do have a good culture. Like, I have a hard time seeing them lose – you know, less than seven, eight games, like more like eight. But um, I'd probably make this like eight and a half. I don't know. Maybe that's me just being a hater. But I just think like this team on paper, like credit to Rabel. Uh, he's an awesome coach and he's he's getting these boys to play. But I just uh, – there's not a lot for me to like like on this team. I guess you can go to the division, which they won last year. and uh, But I think the Colts are better and I think the Jags – and the Texans could potentially beat uh, the Titans. I still think the Titans are the second-best team. I'm going to say that. But, again, I just think this team is, um, I don't know, I just like how, how long can they compete in the AFC with Ryan Tannehill and running Derrick Henry into the ground with a, a mediocre uh, defense. And I think the Colts are going to be better this year. So um, I'm, I I kind of like this uh, under 9.5 in the Titans. There's no way in heck I'm, I'm betting the over the Titans getting a 10 game. So I like the under.
1: Yeah, I'll probably actually bet this to be honest. Yeah, I think that I think this is the year that the the Tannehill era ends. to yeah. be honest, I think I think we could be seeing Malik Willis. Yeah, starting. Some games I didn't even the mention they years. drafted Malik.
2: What would you put? What would you put the over under on games started by Malik Willis? Three, like three and a half.
1: I think the Titans are going to be bad this year. I think they're going to lose to every team in the division at least once. Um. And I don't think, I think that AJ, the AJ Brown buoy that existed for Ryan Tannehill is no longer there, and it's been replaced with Traylon Burks, who's a rookie receiver that I really, really like, but no less is a rookie receiver, and Robert Woods, who is coming off an ACL injury and is on, you know, he, he's, he's, he's probably out of his prime. Um, I think this is another team that's missed their window of, of Super Bowl competitiveness um i have concerns about their defense um uh, most notably the secondary and i think that every team in this division has improved outside of them so that's where all all of this leads me to believe that the the wheels might come off for Tennessee this year and they might end up being a 6 or 7 win team so i'm taking the under here in in convincing fashion might be a, a play i actually make
2: hmm. Yeah, I, I would say I, I lean more towards the under than the over, but the division being what it is, um, hey, I mean the Colts have always had trouble with the Titans yeah, seemingly. Um, that is true. So I I I don't know if I buy them. I would I would more buy them struggling outside of the division than in it. Um, like you were saying, Lee. So that I don't know. I I, I would expect this team. I again, I think a lot of these AFC lines are, are really. Are good. I mean, that's Vegas's job. But the only ones I really, really like were the Patriots under and the the over for the Texans. Are kind of the only two that are, are appetizing to me at this point. Maybe the over for the Ravens too. But there's a lot of uh, juice. juice on that, or whatever anti juice. Uh, shall we do a, a trivia to end this?
0: Yep. Sure. Also, I wanted to say. Um, Rest in peace to Marion Barber. He's a trivia alum.
2: Mm. I
0: uh, he was one of my trivia guys and that Jeff
1: Gladney, man.
0: And Jeff Gladney, of course. Jeez, I yeah, didn't, even, didn't even mention that. But two of our two of our guys passing away way too young on so rest in peace to them. Back judge uh, podcast, rest in peace.
2: Rest in peace. Um, all right. Top ten pick in two thousand and six for the Buffalo Bills.
1: Mm. The DN from Penn State, right? No, no
0: that's that's 2010. Aaron Maben.
1: This is um, Maben was 2010.
2: Yeah, that
1: was 2010. Wow, top 10 pick felt like way longer. For the Bills.
0: Oh. No, Marshawn's the next year. Marshawn's 2007. Um... Takeo number Spikes. Two.
2: Takeo Spikes. No, no. Hint, hint number two, he became a Pro Bowl safety later in his career, so not for the Bills, when he played for the 49ers and the Browns.
1: Oh. Dante Whitner? Yeah, yep. that's it. Oh, that beautiful.
0: That was a good one.
1: Hitner. Hitner. Hitner, baby. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um Lee, give us a trivia, beautiful. man. Come on. Off cuff, you guys want me to give you a trivia? Yeah, I'm 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 fiending for some trivia. The first person I thought of was Brady Quinn, so I'm just <laughs> gonna I'm gonna tap out on the trivia idea. <laughs> I need to be a little bit more prepared.
2: <laughs> oh. Um righty, boy. Well, Tommy for the NFC one, I'll come with 3. I'll come with 3 for.
0: Ah uh, yeah, no. I'm going to have to come with some too. We should we should have yeah.
1: a uh maybe a seven game trivia. We can get a I want to reward anyone who's still listening right now. <laughs> by telling them by telling them you go to points bet and you bet on West Virginia Mountaineers to win over five and a half football games this year uh the price is minus one oh five I really think it's a i think it's a it's a really good bet i think i think it's a really good bet I think the big twelve yeah I was open. looking
2: at the schedule I don't know okay so the big twelve is like not as good this year because they really only had two games to me that i at least with my lack of knowledge they play some stupid team I can't remember what Tizen. their name yep. So, like, that's a win.
1: And they play play Towson, they play Kansas, and then their two other out-of-conference games are Pitt and Virginia Is is
2: Pittsburgh – is Pitt good anymore or not without – Pitt is
1: good. Pitt Pitt is favored in the look-ahead line by six points in that game. I will be taking West Virginia on the money line in that game. I think that that game should be Pitt two-and-a-half. Pitt lost Addison. They lost Kenny Pickett. They lost their – a lot of the leaders on that team. Um, And I think my whole thing with West Virginia is I really like their coach, Neil Brown, and he's won five, six, and six games in three years. And it's kind of time to kick it into fourth gear for him. Um, I think JT Daniels is a really good quarterback. I still believe in him. I think that's a huge upgrade from anyone Neil Brown has had. And ultimately my handicap was – the big 12 to me outside of oklahoma and maybe texas the other teams in the big 12 outside of kansas can beat the, one can beat the other one it's a, it's a coin flip essentially west virginia playing baylor west virginia playing tcu west virginia playing kansas state texas tech teams of that like like teams like that i think west virginia can beat any of them or lose to any of them this is a put up or shut up year for Neil Brown, and I ultimately think they have a top three quarterback in the conference. Um, so would they have
2: to win six games?
1: They would have to win six games. Yeah.
2: So you're you're, you're probably wanna, looking to be I, three and one after four weeks.
1: I expect them to be three and one after four weeks. I expect them to be three and one after four weeks, and even if they're not, I'm not going to panic because I think that they can, I think they can make some hay in that division. Or sorry, in that conference. Um, listen, you don't need a tail. But this is Gooch talking right now. And Gooch says
2: the wait for the West Virginia Mountaineers
1: play. are going to win over five games next year. And it's minus 105 right now. And if you want to ride with Gooch, you can do that. Give you an opportunity to do it. Free of charge.
2: All right, boys. It was great to get back on the horn.
0: Great to be back on the horn. Always great, guys. NFC, maybe in the next next week we can do. Absolutely.